Thirsty Thursday on 1460 KXNO continues as we go north to Whiskey River in Ankeny for the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show presented by Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. And now here are your hosts, Jared Stansberry and Brent Bloom. All right. What's going on? Whoa, the voice. <laughs> it's just not here. Hi, 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 guys. The voice is shot, guys, and I apologize in advance, but I'm going to fight through it today, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to sip, like, tea all night or whatever they, you know, whatever they say to do, like and I'll, I'll be back. And honey. Yeah, something like that, whiskey and I'll be and back honey. at 4 tomorrow, I promise. Uh, but I, I, I don't have a voice. It's shot that time of year. It's okay. My name is Chris Williams. I am here at Whiskey River in Ankeny, and this is the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Program presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. And I asked my good friend, Tim Mullen, to just hop on in here with me tonight. Yeah. I knew see them. Great. How are you? I'm good, buddy. It's a good holiday. Did you have a good holiday? Yeah. No, it was fine. Actually, I had a, re- I had a really nice time. I uh, went yeah. back to God's country, and the, the pace of life is just slower down yeah. there. And I... I don't know if I could do it every day, but it sure is hell nice to do a couple days. Kind of shut off, decompress. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, down there, it's a weird deal if you've never lived in western Iowa, the Nebraska stuff. Like, yeah. they are, like, I mean, it's the whole town. It's I, it's Nebraska. I try to explain. Tell me if you agree with this. Yeah. I, I try to explain to people that aren't from here the kind of demographic shift of fandom, and that is that kind of if you get past Grinnell... Kind of going east. It's it's primarily Hawkeye. Yeah, I think that's fair. You go the middle of the state, and it's a good fifty fifty split. I mean, there's it's good Hawkeye, good Cyclone. I mean, there's a that's where the real battleground is. Yeah. But when you go west, yeah, there's a little Hawkeye, and it's a little Cyclone, and it's a lot of corn. Uh, it's my yeah. hometown. You know, we have a lot of farmers. Yeah. And those guys tend to to yeah. lean Iowa State. Yeah. Um. But I would say there's five thousand people in my hometown. I would say fifty to sixty percent is Nebraska. Yeah, and then Iowa and Iowa State are right. scrambling for the rest of that. Yeah, it's an interesting deal. It's different. Yeah, well, and it's changed so much, like that I've seen over the last fifteen years. There's just more pockets of Iowa State, right? Like yeah. They, oh, absolutely. Iowa State's always had the rural, you know, a lot of rural areas and stuff yep. like that. But like. Look, I, I would love to see the demographics of like Ankeny over the last ten years. Yeah, when it comes to Iowa and Iowa State, it's fun. Well, the turnaround in the program give you in the last decade yeah, plus yeah. has been. But man, the uh, big part of that, the whole um, being back there for the Iowa Nebraska game, yeah. and like when that was going on, and like yeah. the go big red stuff, and it, it was just like a culture shock for me. I haven't been around it for so long. Like I remembered it, but it was like, oh my god, I forgot what this is like. Yeah, there's a lot of that at work, uh, being uh, the mothership being in Omaha. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's a lot of folks over there that send emails around and a lot of smack talk uh, throughout the work day. So there was either... I, I had one of my guys in my warehouse show up that morning wearing his uh, Nebraska uniform uh, shirt. So yeah, it's, there's a lot of it that goes on around there. So tough, tough to not find it where we're at as well. It's a little weird, the the situation Iowa State's in this week. Yeah. In fact, I just got done recording my, I, I do a daily uh, Facebook video. It's presented by, um, yeah, and, and we, the weather forecast for Saturday is 38. Yeah. And 
a hundred percent chance of precipitation. Yeah, and I think it's a mix. If I've seen, yeah, depending on it's the time of day, it's going from snow to rain, or rain to snow, whichever temperature comes first. And I, I can't remember what they were saying. The clones are like a forty-three point favorite. You have a forty-two and a half here, buddy. Um. I'm going to get into the gambling aspect of it now. Yeah, yeah we'll talk but, here in a minute. But, like, man, like, I just see that game. Like, Drake's going to be fired up. Like, yeah. you know, they're gonna, it's like a bowl game for them. Sure. But, like, Iowa State, if there's ever in history a just get the hell out of there type of game, yeah. when you combine the weather. Yeah. And, I mean, I Drake's a nice program. Yeah. I've, I'm on record. I'm glad Iowa State's playing this game. I, agree. I really like Brian Harden and. Ty Patton and Coach Fox and yeah. Coach DeVries. I love the people. Well, it's over great there. for the area. What, yeah. what a great get to yeah. get everybody involved and say, hey, what a fun game to watch. Yeah. They're still non scholarship guys. Yeah. And, like, just get the hell out of there. Like, yeah. the, you don't have anything to prove if you're Iowa State. Like, just. Yeah, I think the, Iowa, Iowa State's goal this week. And, of course, on, on top of the win, it's just got to come out of that thing healthy. Uh, yes. You know, come out without any massive injury or anything like that. I mean, that would be have to be their goal because, of course, I mean, again, the uh, Vegas aspect aside, I mean, you, Iowa State's a clear favorite here. But, uh, yeah, come out healthy and uh, and get that thing over with has to be what they're looking to do that day. Interesting. It'll be uh, – we'll go on the air, believe it or not, from, like, the sleet outside of Jack Trice Stadium at 8 o'clock in the morning. Wow. With the Iowa Pork-powered tailgate show. Um, and, you know, Bloom is not here with us tonight. Bloom's in right. Denver, I think. Really? Um, Bloom's doing the call on Cyclones TV. Okay. So, and this this always happens to me, and I'm not complaining. Plus, to do what I do for a living, and I love every minute of it. Right. I got two hours of outdoor pregame to fill on Saturday for Iowa State and Drake football, 43. And, and there's going to be sleet in my face. Uh, I mean, this comes a week after Cyclone Jerry called into the call-in show threatening to break my ankles. <laughs> Just saying, it's not always a glorious profession. Uh, you know, there's other things <laughs> to talk about. You, you know, you could spend some time on uh, basketball. You could spend some time on the Iowa State wrestling match. Uh, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. There's a lot of stuff going on. I, yeah. I am interested in this wrestling match. Yeah. yeah. Iowa now, you follow wrestling in the state of Iowa very closely. You're yeah. very passionate about yes, this. Yes, I am. Iowa thinks that they have something for Kale this year. Is what I've I've kind of uh, is that accurate or am I overstating that? Well, the recruiting would indicate that they're definitely stepping their game up. They they stole three or four kids out of the state of Pennsylvania, which hasn't happened in a long time with Kale planting his flag there. But the reality is, right now, is Iowa's banged up. Uh, we wrestled uh, Purdue last week, and there was uh, five uh, non-starters wrestled. Uh, which, you know, our non-starters are still very competitive, so they handled Purdue. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. And then they just announced this week that uh, Michael Kemmerer, uh, two-time All-American for Iowa at 157, who was moving up to 174, uh, is out for the season uh, with an injury. So, wow. So Caleb Young will be stepping in there. But Iowa State's, uh, it'll be fun to see. I mean, having, uh, you know, Having Metcalf back in town and having St. John back in town, they'll be very pumped up for that event, and I'm sure the guys wrestling for them will be ready to go out and give it everything they can. Okay, so so you and I went to last year's, yeah, and it was a bloodbath. Yeah, like it, it, you know, it really was. There yep. was really, I think Iowa State had like one takedown in the entire day. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah, what, like, what should be the goal? Well, this, yeah, I know you say, oh, we're trying to win the thing. Realistically, Iowa State's not going to win it, but, but. 
Coach Dresser has talked a lot this week about we're yeah. using this as a measuring stick to see where we've grown from last year. Yeah, what, sure. Like, what's a realistic option or opportunity? Well, they have a really good opportunity, and I'm not just saying this not just because of uh, some of the starters that won't be wrestling for Iowa, but Iowa State definitely has a better group of guys than they were this year. I mean, even the teams that they wrestled ahead of this match. Uh, are definitely ready to go. I mean, they've got some transfers come in. They've got some young guys wrestling hard. Uh, you know, to me, they you know if they walk out of there with four matches, I'd be I'd be ecstatic about that. I mean, that would be something that uh, is definitely a step in the right direction, especially given what we saw last year in uh, Ames. That was uh, it was not close. So the one Iowa State match was a medical forfeit from Iowa last year. So really, yeah. What would you like predict a score? Well, our big, I, I just need to know where to set my expectations. Sure, the big bonus points come from the heavy hitters for Iowa, so there's still some points to be made. But you know, uh, can we get to 15? Yeah, it's possible. If one of your guys, uh, if one of the guys comes out, well, that doesn't sound very. Well, just went into matches three points. You know, if they're going to get uh, bonus points, getting four, six for the pin. I don't think you'll see any pins happening, but. Uh, you know, I think they could come out of there with 12 points. If they got 12, that would be solid. All right, back to football. Back to football. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm look I'm I'm excited about what Kevin's doing there. It yeah, just seems the vibe's awesome. I, I'm very excited to see what that that group's going to do. Even so. what they've done early this season, like if you compare it to a year ago, yeah. like they were losing to these bad teams, right? And now they're killing them. Correct. So. No, I know that doesn't mean anything. Oh, it does, though. I mean, two, like, you know, when you and I talked about this when we got hired, I mean, I, that first year I thought it was going to be tough, and I said it would be two, three years you'd start to see his impact. You are seeing his impact here in the second year. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Dresser is a great coach. He knows wrestling. He's got two guys ready to go to war with him. And the bigger part about it is they're getting their wrestling room right and the fact that the guys that are wrestling for them want to go to war for the guys that are coaching them. And when you get that mentality of everybody's for everybody, when it's that really team mentality and a kind of individual sport, you start building the program that way, which he's doing, they're going to take off. Absolutely. All right. We'll see. I'm going to take you're my wrestling insider, just so you know. Love it. Uh, Tim Mullen here with me on 1460 KXNL, presented by uh, Nebraska Furniture Mart in Clive. All right. Um, do you want to just dive into picks? Because I feel like we have a lot of great college football that yeah. we can just talk about. Absolutely. And, and Bloom's gone. So let's just jump right in and go at it because it's conference championship week, and um, you know I think I do think that it's a. If you look at some of the point spreads for conference championship week, I I think college football has a problem with divisions. Yeah, I I think that I know I'm a Big Twelve homer. I and I fully admit that, but they do it right. You get you do have a way to get the two best teams to play. At the end, they all play, so nobody's skipping anybody during the regular season. No and then you play the two best teams again at the end of the year. If you really want it to be a true, you know, playing game for the college football playoff, that's the way to do it. And I'm looking at Clemson being favored by 27 and a half over Pitt. You know, yeah. Ohio State. You know, I, I like Northwestern a lot. Patty Fitzgerald, I think, top five coach in the country. Yep, they're, they're not the second best team. In the Big Ten. And maybe Ohio State just beat the second-best team last week and dropped 62 off on them. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't like these uneven divisions that we have so much of in this sport. And I don't know. I, uh, there's I my, heard a great there's article. There's my uh, rant. I was listening to the uh, Dan Patrick show, and uh, I can't forget 
I can't remember which guy was on for him, but it was one of the college uh, specials. But he was just talking about, you know, kind of what a joke this weekend is. That the reality is, is this is the weekend we should be starting the 18 playoff. I mean, who would you rather be watching this weekend? Would you rather watch Clemson play Pitt, or would you rather watch them play UCF? And I don't remember the exact standings where UCF is. I don't know if they're seven or not, but I think they moved up into that area. It's like, but who would you rather watch this weekend? I mean, I'm. I don't want to watch Clemson Pitt. I mean, the only reason that I'm going to have an eye on it is a 27 and a half. So, I mean, thank you, Vegas, for my interest. But, you know, when you see those different games like that, uh, or like the Northwestern Ohio State, uh, same thing. I mean, 14-point spread. That's, Come on. That's not a fun game to watch. I mean, no. the only reason would be is if there is some wing and a prayer that Patty can have that team wound up and we can see, you know, Urban Meyer on the sideline making a, mo- a bunch of angry face memes and bending over and all of his angst that he has, which – is half the fun of watching Ohio State. but You know the game that I'm really looking forward to, and I, this shows how big of a college football geek that I am, but the Fresno-Boise game, like that'll be a, that'll be an absolute war. Where's that? Well, where's that? West. Is that warm game? Or is it uh, Smurf game? I don't know. I, that's a really I think good they course. play that at the site. I'm pretty sure that's a Smurf turf game. I actually think that you're right, which I I hate. I wish that they. I know. I wish that, but I understand that those. But they could neutral site that. Uh, they could, but how many of those fans travel? No, not so much. So yeah, yeah I'm with you. That, that is, it's in Boise. Yeah, I Damn just it. think this weekend, what a great. I mean, what's your thought on the A team? I know I've heard you talk about it a little no, bit, I, but I'm all for it. I, yeah. I one, you're you're bringing forth a little bit of the. NCAA tournament element where you have Absolutely. Cinderella who could win. Absolutely. Which that's why the NCAA tournament is what it is. Completely agree. And that's, you know, the yeah. beauty of it. And I, you know, I know people talk about not wanting to make the regular season not count, but the reality is, is if your regular season, if you're not winning those games, especially when you only have 12, I don't have 30 of them to it's do still like gonna basketball. Count. It'll massively count. Yeah, it's I still going to count. You know, look at people who get to the end and get into the college football playoff system and lose a game, and now they're out of the top four. See, what I, what I would like, if we if we go that direction, and if we're going to stick with the conferences the way that they are, we need to get it to a point where these championship games, either you throw them out and don't play them, which they right. don't want to do because of money, right? or make them mean something. And what right. you have to do and, and – these big conferences make it so damn hard to know who the best teams are in the league. I agree. You know, like when you don't play everybody, everybody. it's it's difficult to analyze fairly. Um, is the Big Ten East that much better than the Big Ten West? I mean, we think, but we look at with the eye test and like, right. I don't know. I think the Big Ten West was a little better this year than I thought it would be. A lot deeper. I agree. I, I can tell you that. Um, I mean, Michigan State wasn't that good. Penn State was no. beatable. I mean, you had Ohio State and Michigan. You know, there. Wisconsin wasn't that good, but I would make an argument that Purdue was much better than they yeah. were supposed to be. Northwestern was much better than they were supposed to be. Even despite the record, I think Iowa was a better team than I anticipated they would be this year. I, agree. I thought their record would be about where it is. Right. But like, I, I think that... I, I firmly believe if Iowa were to play Michigan, it would be a good football game. So do you think that, because uh, the, the comment the gentleman had on the on DP this week was, take the games and go ahead and do the conference champions become the five conference champions yes. into the eight and go three at large. That's what I would do. I love that as well. That's what I would do. Right. I think you, you guarantee that one at large comes from right. a group of five. Right. And maybe instead of having group of five championship games, we have our own group of five poll. Right. And... You know, right now, um, 
Boise's number one. Right. And in the top two teams in that, play for the right to go to the college football playoff. Right. Screw the conferences. I the conferences are so stupid anymore. Right. Right. Uh, it's, it is interesting the way they align them all together. It's not any fun. It, it's funny, too, because their whole model is going to explode yeah. eventually because everything was about television eyeballs and all that, and, it, and it's quickly deteriorating. As far as you know, cable numbers and ESPN, and, I, and there's always going to be money for live sports. But I think, right. like actual, you know, you, you're going to get in based off of what you bring to the table and what you've done, not based right. off of your geography. Yeah, I believe in the future. Yeah, but yeah, I'm down. Bring the two at larges, but you have to have, I think, the little guy. You have to give him I would a love chance. That. I would love that. We live in a society where we love. If you go to a random sporting event and the little guy is thriving, who do you yeah. automatically root for if you have no rooting interest? I agree. You know, of course, not where they are right now, but you remember the uh, the Boise States of five, six years ago. Yeah. You know how much the country would have been impassioned yeah. with seeing them get in this playoff system? Totally agree. Uh, I would have. I mean, and, and again, they're not quite where they are then. But those teams, man, they were insane. Those offenses. We need to eliminate FCS. If you're yeah. an FBS program, you cannot play an FCS program. Right. We need to have some sort of mandated scheduling where there's a there's a group that controls it. Yeah. For the non-conference. Yeah. So, um, you're going to randomly get paired with other FBS FBS teams. teams. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a lot more interesting. It's going to not give the big dogs an excuse to never play the little guy. Because, right, you know, would would Ohio State ever go to Boise? Hell no. No. You know, why would you? Why? You know, I was I just called a women's basketball game last night at South Dakota. Right. We walked him to a damn Hornets nest. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we really did. It was. They're so fired up to have right. the big school coming. school come. And this was women's basketball. Right. Think if Boise could host Michigan. That would be. Right? That town would be oh. on fire. Oh. All right. That's a good conversation. I'm glad we had that. Yeah. We're going to take a timeout, and then we're going to do our picks of the week. Sound good? We're going we're gonna to pick these championship games next. It's the Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. We are presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. We're here at Whiskey River in Ankeny on 1460 KXNO. Welcome back to Cyclone Fanatic Radio. I got through the first segment okay. The voice hasn't completely fallen off, so that's good. I saw uh, Foo Fighters last year in Des Moines, and Dave Grohl came out on stage with a bad voice, and he powered through, so you're very very Dave Grohl-esque right now. I don't know who that is, but that's good. He's the lead singer of the Foo Fighters. Sure, he's very talented. Nah. As are your professional salespeople at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. Yeah. What's going on? Well, you know, uh, we, got a lot we just of got stuff done with on. the old Black Friday, which yeah. was a, a wicked, wicked success for us. Uh, a lot of fanatics out there? We did. We did. Uh, I'm good. not going to lie to you. You know, one of my good buddies, Andy, uh, was out there wearing his Cyclone stuff that day. Saw him yeah. in line. Yep. Yep. So lots of good guys out there. It was a lot of fun. I appreciate everybody coming out. We still got a lot of good things going on through the holidays. Uh, there's still some of the offers carried over. Example, right now, uh, through December 4th, we still have everything on sale on flooring. Uh, so there's uh, 10% off laminate, 55% off MSRP on carpet, 3% off countertops, uh, 10% off cabinets, free hardware. So that's a great opportunity we're carrying through the rest of the week here. 
Uh, and again, on the appliance side, we're still doing uh, our, our tiered offer. Uh, for every uh, additional appliance, you save another $100. So buy two, save 100 Buy three, save 200 Four, 300 Do the math with me. Buy five, save 400 Six, save 600 It's a that's, great opportunity. That's great. Yeah, it, it really is. So if you're looking for a package deal for your home right now, uh, it's a great opportunity to come out and get it. We still have a lot of great financing offers. Uh, we're doing 24 months deferred financing on anything 499 and more. Uh, and, uh, GE uh, Pro Appliance Financing, uh, 36 month on any purchases 999 and more. Great TV financing on Sony, Samsung. A lot of good stuff going on. Holiday offers carrying through to the end of the year, and again, uh, just ramping up, uh, getting ready uh, here in the next few months to head out to the new store out there. In, uh, uh, February. Yeah, yeah, late February. Yep, out at 156th. It looks beautiful. It's uh yeah it's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been out there to visit at least once a week. How are they doing? Uh, does the crew's doing okay? Crew's doing good. Yeah, right. they built a nice shelter in there, keeping it warm. Yep. yep. Um, it's a good time. Let's uh, let's do some picks. Let's do it. Are you are you down with that? Yeah, I mean <clears> I I'm sure I'm I'm beating you. I'm I'm no you're not. Have, what? Um, did the update? I mean, who keeps the scores through the year? We didn't. Me. Oh, we um, did not do picks last week, but that's we right. did two weeks ago. You and that's I right. were, were both three and three. Okay, that's fair. Bloom was one and five. That's, I mean, that's got to, I mean, because this is it, right? Well, I figured we could do some bowl games. Oh, yeah. You want to do some bowl games? Yes, I do. Thought I'd never ask, right? I thought I'd never ask. So, hold on. I'm just tallying them up here. Okay. I am on the season 38 and 32. Okay. You are 37 and 33. Okay. Bloom. You said you were 38 and 32? Yeah. Right? I am 37 and 33. Bloom is 33 and 37. So Bloom had a catastrophic week two weeks ago. I mean, he may as well just tuck his tail between the legs and go home yeah well you know what it is uh it's it's he's not here you know he's not engaged um, yeah he is and he's not a, he doesn't feel like part of the I team mean, he made us small the band got back together for the last few weeks and how many weeks did bloom even make it this year like three i don't i don't know stans is here i just say our friend hold, jared showed hold up hold on i gotta turn on your mic now you're good what's up guys how you doing buddy i I'm mean here. it was you and me starting off quite a bit and then c-dub yeah. came in and got his gig going and then yeah i'm feeling know, good feeling real good uh, kind of gone. Yeah, I heard your voice at the beginning uh, of the show. Man, this is brutal. I'm just fighting through it, but I'll, I'll live. Yeah. I've already instructed Eric to make sure and save the opening of the show. <laughs> little voice crack. I'm an addict. Hey. How was uh, hosting with Widmeyer? It was great. Did you guys get good reaction or did everybody hate you? I think, uh, well, no one told us they hated us. That's good. Yeah, at least. It's always a positive. I mean, that's, that's a start. It's a good place to go. Let's knock out some picks, gentlemen. All right. We'll start with the game of the week in college football. Drake is in Ames as a 42.5-point underdog to the Cyclones. We'll tease it right now. Stay tuned to the lock segment tomorrow on KXNO because I'm making a play on this bad boy. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna roll. I'll take the 42.5. Yeah. Comfortably. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like the weather is going to be brutal. Yeah, I, I just this is a lock. I uh, yeah, I, there's not much to say about this to me. I mean, that's just just a ton of points. Clones win forty-two to six. Yeah, I mean it could be like that. Just, I mean they would have to win forty-three or more, whatever it is. And I just 
the weather's key as as the team. Because here's the deal, like I said earlier, I think the key thing is is not only to get the win but to stay healthy. Yeah. And, again, you know, I, I, I listened the other day and I heard uh, Birch on there saying that even when Iowa State goes to second string, you know, that's still going to be a superior level athlete to a point. Scholarship, I get that, but... At a certain yeah. point, I think the game's going to get to the point where the dogs are kind of let off. I agree. And, and I, I think it will be to preserve the health of the clones, if not for anything else. And when that happens, that 42-and-a-half just seems too much. Uh, unlike the classless Nebraska programs of the 90s, Iowa State will not run it up yeah. on Saturday. Jared, what do you think about Saturday's game? The level of giddiness you degenerates have over this 42-and-a-half-point spread is ridiculous. I'm not a degenerate. I'm just interested in football. Mitch was like full eggplant over there um, when I was down there. We were talking about this. I could see that. I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat. And when have we ever seen Matt Campbell run it up on someone outside of Cliff Kingsbury and Texas Tech when that team clearly did not want to be there? Yeah, I don't even think he was running it up. He was running pretty standard plays. They just were. Yeah, Tech just quit. Yeah, and I don't think that we're ever going to see Drake quit. No, we will not. Drake's going to score a late touchdown and figure out a way to cover or something like that. I mean, at 42, maybe I would have. (laughs) <laughs> Not a 42 the and a half. The half. The bloom hook. It, at that level, the half That's is what right. finally half, scared you off. The half That's is what, great. what made me go the other way. Uh, Bloom's taking Drake as well. So we're right. lockstep there with the – we're taking the dogs. Um, Fresno and Boise. Boise favored by two and a half. Uh, uh, Mountain West is on the line. Tim, I'll let you start. Ah, uh, Smurf Turf. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I haven't seen – Oh, really, man. either got, one of these two you gotta play watch this Fresno, year. man. I love me some Fresno. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. They they should have won there a couple Fridays ago. Yeah, and they had some bad turnovers and some bad spots. I, I'm gonna I'll take the points. I think Fresno State wins on the Smurf turf outright. Uh, I'd love to see Boise State win this with the Statue of Liberty again. That would be fun. No, I, they're not that Boise. Anymore. I don't think they are anymore. Yeah, but, they're just uh, not. And they and and now they're like it's weird. Boise's like a national program in a weird sense. Yeah. We all overvalue them all the time because of what they did during that era. Yeah. I yeah, I completely They're agree. really like if you look at their like analytics, they're not that good anymore like right. against the spread and stuff. Right. But we like they're like our um they're like what the Zags were ten years ago in I was basketball. Just going to say that, except the Zags are still that, and yeah. now much better. Correct. The Zags right. kept their coach while Boise Correct. lost Chris Peterson. Correct. And yep. and what was the Dan Hawkins? The yeah, Hawkins was the original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember that I, rant? That was. Great. I will take Boise State at home here. All right, we're opposite on that. Bloom. Blooms with me. He likes Fresno, Jared. All right. Are we even sure that either one of these teams is the best team in the Mountain West? Uh, Utah State is a record tells that's, them so. That's what I. I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm Utah with, State yeah. was was the best team in the league the entire year. Utah ta- State losing its coach. I'll take Boise State just because it's at home. That's fair. Okay, so we're split. Okay, Pac-12 championship on the line tomorrow night. Utah, Washington is a five-point favorite. Another deep tease could be a lock tomorrow on Fanatics. I'll let you start, Jared. This might be an interesting game for Iowa State fans to keep an eye on. Why? Why say in, you that? In the in the situation, if Iowa State was to make it to the Alamo Bowl, yeah, we want Leach. They would potentially. We need Utah would be squarely in the conversation we, to be there. If if they win, yeah, if they or if they if lose, because if yeah. they win, they're going to. Uh, They'll go to the. the fish, we want or the Leach. Rose Bowl. We want Leach. We. I just. 
Washington. I want Iowa State. You just want to interview them. Hell yeah, I do. (laughs) You're damn right, I do. About nothing to do with football. I've talked with their SID a million times, and I'm always like, we don't want to talk football with them. Yeah, I know. And they're like, well, you know, he gets a lot of requests like these. Yeah. I'm like, I've been a leech disciple since the 90s, okay? Back off. You could send him the transcripts. It's true. (laughs) It is true. I've been a disciple since McCarney told me that Mike Leach is a dandy back in whatever year that was. I think we need to go back to college to take Mike Leach's evening seminar on, uh, what is it, the some sort of warfare and, yeah. and, and uh, football. Yeah. Big plan emoji. So who do you got here? Um, I'm going to take Washington comfortably, yep. I think. I, I think they're a much better team. I am as well. And they're, they're hitting on all cylinders right now. That's a... That is an ascending football team. Agreed. I'll take Washington as well. I mean, I think that they were clearly the best team in the Pac-12 going into the year. I think they're the best team in the Pac-12 right now. I, I think they'll win this one rather comfortably. Bloom wants Washington, too. Let's go to the Big 12. And I'm struggling with Oklahoma as an eight-point favorite against Tom Herman and the Texas Longhorns. Herman is an underdog. It's legendary what he's done. It's like... They're like 11-1 and one against the spread. He's won like eight outright games as an underdog during his head coaching career. The guy is fantastic. Um, is this one in Dallas? Yeah, it's in Dallas, the 11 a.m. I, the, the, the whole Oklahoma defense thing is it's really hard to not take the points here. So I will take Texas at plus eight. I don't think they win, though. I do think Oklahoma wins. And I think that they eventually represent the Big 12 in the college football playoff. Or they're going to get screwed <laughs> because that Ohio State thing's going to happen again. I know. We've seen it so many times. I was times. just thinking about when you said that. They, I was like, they or, will or get it screwed. won't matter. Ohio State's going to beat Northwestern, 7-5 and five Northwestern, and that's going to be enough to influence the committee that Jim Delaney and the Big Ten need back into the playoff because, God forbid, they miss it two years in a row. That, my friend, is what will happen. Oklahoma should be in the playoff. I, I think the interesting thing about it is is I think Oklahoma wins this game. Um, I actually have kind of a feeling that the point being is that you want to talk about running scores up, Oklahoma needs to just, you know, pound them. Pound Leave them. no doubt. And yeah. I think they have the right mindset to do that. I think we've seen that in the past you know, five, ten years of watching the Big 12 try and get into this where they kept going, look, they got to win this and then win this big, and it seemed to be almost more than they were ready for. Like, they would get in there and they'd win but not enough, and then the Ohio State would come along and, hey, we beat the West team by 40, let us in, and they would jump people. If Oklahoma goes out there and takes care of business and easily handles Texas, beats them by two, three scores, that's going to save them from getting jumped. I think that has to be in Lincoln Riley's mind. I think they go out there and play with that game plan. I like Oklahoma kind of big here over Texas. Yeah, I, I kind of hope you're right because I do want to. I, I don't think they would beat Alabama, but I would love to see Oklahoma and Alabama play. Yeah, just because it's so different than anything Bama has seen. Right, and I I think Oklahoma could drop forty on Alabama pretty easily. Yeah, All right, now. Will Bama score 80 against them? And and that's a legitimate question. Right. I think it's a possibility. But I, I want that matchup, the the, the right. guru and me. That's what I want to see. I hope you're right. It's I just hard don't think to Texas argue offense against, can keep up with Oklahoma offense. It is just hard to argue against Herman's record as an underdog. So I'll take the eight, but I, I'm rooting for the other way. I'm taking Oklahoma in a blowout, 70-56. to 56. <laughs> 
I feel even better about my pick. 70 now. to 50. God, I hope that didn't happen. 70. You know the Big 12 jokes that would be going on there? And I love the Big 12 jokes last Friday night. And then freaking the best defense in college football gives up 62. And everybody's yeah. like, hey, Ohio State's offense is fantastic. Right. It's like, it, it's such a freaking double standard when it comes to that. It drives me nuts. But yeah, anyways. Uh, Bloom, uh, Texas. Texas, of course he did. Yeah, yeah. Bloom likes Texas. Yeah. Take the points. Uh, Alabama's a 13-and-a-half-point favorite against Georgia. It's Atlanta, uh, roll right? tide. Yeah, roll it's tide. Yeah. Roll tide. Tied by 17. Jared, you got a, you, what do you got on this, quick? Has anyone covered against Alabama this year? Yeah. Who, who the Citadel? Give me a minute. The <laughs> Citadel. was the Citadel. They, they easily they covered. They easily covered. Okay, so anybody besides the Citadel, when the spread was probably 50. Give me a minute. They have. Yeah. Not many, but they have. Uh, trust me, I would know. This is in Atlanta, right? Yes. So they, A and M covered, Louisiana Lafayette covered, Arkansas covered, and the Citadel covered. And all of those spreads were probably higher than twenty points. Uh, Twenty-four, forty-nine, thirty-five, and fifty-three and a half. <laughs> all right, I'm taking <laughs> Alabama to cover this one relatively easy. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, that's a good pick. Alabama until proven otherwise. Bloom, <laughs> he wants the dogs. Ooh, Bloom's taking the dogs. Well, he's got to take some risk at this point. I mean, he knows where he's at in the standings. And to catch up, he's got to make some ludicrous picks. Clemson is a 27-and-a-half-point favorite over Pitt in the ACC championship. Tim, I'll let you lead off on this dandy. I love Pitt here. Wow. Love him. You love Love it. Love him. This is one of those games, if you were ever looking past a game right now, it is Clemson looking past and this I, game. Are they, though? Dabo and uh, Brent Venables seem a little—they seem a little pissy this week, to be honest with you. I think they've been screwing around a little bit too much here recently, playing I, playing defensive players on offense and stuff like cutesy, that. Little cutesy, cutesy. Yeah, they're getting a little cute. Pitt's Clubber Lang right now, man. He's Clubber Lang. He's been sitting back, working out, doing pull-ups on ropes, hurting his hands. He's ready to go. If Pitt, if Clemson loses, are they still know. in the playoff? They shouldn't no, be. The ACC is terrible. No man. way. They're yeah, not they lost lose, pit, they, the ACC is horrid. They're not going to lose, but it's horrific. Twenty-seven and a half on a neutral. I the like, ACC I like this year, you take, you get rid of Clemson. It's one of the worst Power Five conferences we've ever seen in this era. It's terrible. Yeah, nobody's good. Like no. Boston College is one of your best teams. Give me a break. Yeah, solid year. Yeah, it's because they're playing a bunch of trash teams. You want them out? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I just don't think it's a good league. Yeah, uh, Clemson wins by thirty-five. Where Blue Murgo? Uh, Pitt. Yeah. Finally right. to the Big Ten. Gentlemen's Conference, according to Jim Delaney. <laughs> Northwestern, um, this is a lock. Take the 14 points in Northwestern against Ohio State. Patty Fitzgerald, all he, he, he does two things. He raises fine young men yes. at a private institution yes. with fine academics, and they yes. become football players, and he covers point spreads. Yes, and they play really, really well for a half and get blown out in the second by Ohio State. Unless they're playing Iowa. Yeah, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> that is correct. That is, he's, <laughs> Unless they're playing Iowa, then they're is pretty he, damn good. Is he the Bill Schneider of the Big Ten for fans? No, no. Huh? Pat Fitzgerald is not 80 years old. I get that, but he is his kryptonite. I mean, I don't know if he's his spike and garlic, but yeah, Ohio State here by more than two touchdowns. I think they roll him. This is really funny. Breaking news on Twitter. Yeah. Um, Easy E, can you do the breaking news sounder, please? Stand by for news. 
Do you guys know what Stan Hope State is? Stan no. Hope State. I've heard of them. Is it is it fake? No. I think it's a fake university, isn't it? No. Yeah, it's like a it's a fake university. Why? What do you, what's the deal? Well, yeah, they're just messing around. But they uh, they put out a funny tweet offering to they want Gary Dolphin to call their uh, watermelon. Oh, are those, I think those are the people that they yeah. they put that out to to play Iowa State. Yeah. Somebody made that. Yeah, up. It's, it's a joke, but it's still a funny tweet. Take the I'm breaking sorry. news sounder back. I, yeah, take it back. I really like legitimately for a minute thought it was some like D two school wanting Dolph to come call their games, and I was like, he should do it. Um, I still wish uh, Hassel would have called the game as Dolph. God, how great would that have been? Huh. Uh, I, I want Northwestern. You want Ohio State. I am on Ohio State. Blim's here. on Northwestern. Jared, yeah. do you have a feel? I'm taking Ohio State. They've, they've, they want to get in the playoff. They've got to come out and make a statement. All right. We're, we're here at Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive's Cyclone Fanatic Radio Show. Go have yourself a cold bush light. I'm going to. Enjoy the uh, rest of the, the riveting radio program here from Whiskey River. Yeah, my uh, for Christmas, uh, I think my wife's getting me a T-shirt that says, I uh, drink bush light like fat kids eat cake. Did you guys see the Ray Gun shirt that came out I with did. Bush Light? No. Yeah, I, I did see it. You should get it for me, no matter what it is. <laughs> I'm that guy. It's like it says Bush Light for the people, or something about. So that's where ev- everybody who's been drinking Bush Light is, or something like that. We're I can't all right here exactly in Central Iowa, guys. We're all right here. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate yeah, it. Look forward to the next thanks show. Thanks for uh, hanging out with me. Absolutely, pleasure. We'll mine. be back with more after this on 1460 KXNO. Welcome back to Cyclone Fanatic Radio here on 1460 KXNO, presented by Nebraska Furniture Martin Clive. Uh, trying to get a hold of Dr. Warmy from the McFarland Clinic, main man. Uh, we're not getting him right now. He's an outdoorsman. There's a decent chance Dr. Warmy is out doing something um, productive outside right now. If he's not... Working on a weekend warrior, one of our great local high school athletes, getting him back out on the court of the wrestling mat right now. Dr. Warmy's a busy man. So, because we can't talk to him tonight, we'd like to encourage you to give him your business. And Dr. Greenwald and Dr. Buck, if you're up in the Ames area, anywhere in central Iowa, I'd recommend the drive up I-35 to meet our friends at the McFarland Clinic and Dr. Warmy. That's how a professional does it right there. I love Dr. Warmy. He has a Super Bowl ring. He does. It's true. I love those guys. Great guys. Dr. Greenwald came and talked to me at the Greenwald's, basketball game one night. I mean, uh, last Gre- week sometime. Greenwald's big time. Yeah. Loves the Cyclones. Always he does. wants to talk to Cyclones. If they, you go work in on, and, they work on the Cyclones. I was going to say, if you go in and have some, and, and you've got maybe a little injury that you need them to look at, you can definitely talk Cyclones with him for a while. It could turn into something that was going to be a 20-minute appointment. All of a sudden, it's an hour appointment because you sat there and talked Cyclones for 30 minutes. Uh, that Cyclone basketball team is about to get interesting. Yeah, that is, that's definitely true. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being seamless, 1 being a complete and utter disaster, how... How does the inserting Cam Lard and Zoran Tally back into the lineup go? I'm going to go, can I take the easy road and say a five? No. Can I be honest for a second? 
Yeah. Well, how, how much you always should be honest well, with your I, radio I, audience. I know, I know, I know, I know. Do we really know how much the Duran tally will be inserted back into the lineup? No. No, we do not. Especially once All Solomon right, Young and Lindell come back. All right, fine. Take Zoran out of the conversation. Okay. One to ten, Camelard's back. Ten seamless, one disaster. Here's my thing with Cam. We know that he's one of the most talented guys in this program. Do we? Do we know that Cam will be content with coming off the bench, especially with the way this group has played? No. To start the season. No. So if you could, okay. So if we get into that position where Cam, they, he wants to come be a starter. Do you take Michael Jacobson out of the starting lineup? No. I don't think you can either. That's what I'm saying. How does it all go? It's, then Coach Prohm will have to get him in a position where he's content with coming off the bench. I think that that's the only but way that this can go. I, I, I know how good Jake's been. and, and he, I mean, it, he's been fantastic. Cam's better than him, though. Remember, Lard was just, like, effortlessly putting up, like, 20 and 15 during the Big 12 last year? Yeah, but how can you be content? How can you be cool with just taking Jacobson off the court when he's good for basically 15 and 10 every night? Yeah, but... And he's he's you know, a lot less volatile than what Cam has been in yeah, his Yeah, but you don't have career. the upside. I, yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that this is something that's going to be interesting to watch. Yeah, it is. Because at the same time, in two weeks or whatever, you're going to get Lindell Wigginson back, and you know you're not taking bringing that guy off the bench. No. Are you taking Tyrese Halliburton off the court when he arguably has been one of your most important players so far this year? Probably. I, and I know that he'd be content with coming off the bench. Yeah, because yeah, that's his type of guy he is. Cam ain't going to be that guy. So then you take Jacobson and Tyrese off the court, and you're going to bring Jacobson off the bench, a guy who has, if I remember correctly, has come off the bench maybe a handful of times in his entire college career. I think he'd be okay with it. When you I transfer the way too, he did, when you sit out the way he did, there's an element of selflessness that is just established with that. I I think that Jacobson would be a better got a better sixth man than Cam Lard would be. I agree. I think Cam needs. We've seen him come off the bench in those times that he did. He was yeah. He was not very good. He needs to be a guy that comes he in and, and gets in the flow of the game yeah. right at the beginning, where he hears his name announced, and you know it's to get the juices flowing and all that kind of stuff. Right. I think Jake would be more more consistent. So then, what happens when Solo comes back? I I don't know if he is in the rotation right now. I mean, I think in a certain game, but like I would. Like right now, you're like, hey, Williams, draft the basketball team. I would take Jacobson over him. Oh, without a doubt. I would take Lard over him. Yeah. Like, I, I don't. I mean, he gets condensed minutes. But then Cam's getting those minutes as well. Because yeah, I mean, once yeah, you I get know. Cam back, you're, that but basically I, becomes your I, big I, man rotation. Somebody has to not play. Oh, I think, I think that Terrence Lewis will be an odd man out. I think George Condit will be an odd man out. Yeah. I think Zoran will be an odd man out to some extent. Yeah. Coach Prohm has made it clear for the entire time he's been here that he likes to keep his rotation closer to eight. And there's 12 guys right now that I think could help this team in certain ways. Zion Griffin, I don't think that he will be as in a big piece in the rotation. Yeah, you wish that you could have had uh, Condit and Zion maybe to redshirt. Yeah. But I don't know that 
I don't think that even going into the year that was ever a conversation. I think had the suspensions not been what they were, that they would have talked about that. I really do. Do you? Yeah. I mean, because I was told you only need so many guys. I was told even like in June that there the chances of those guys redshirting were slim. Yeah, I think that's probably because they knew the suspensions were coming. Yeah, would be my guess. I mean, it's going to be interesting. This is in a, in the opposite way of what some of the other things Coach Prohm has had to handle, like the Jameel situation that he had to deal with his first year. Yeah, uh, this is going to be one of his most difficult jobs, figuring out how. And it's a good a good problem to have. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, you would rather have too many good guys yeah. than have not have enough good guys, which we clearly learned last season. Yeah. But this is going to be a tough balancing act for him. Absolutely. There's some guys that have have some personality, you know, to where it's like, how do you manage that, and how do you make sure that you keep everyone happy while at the same time doing the thing that is right for the team? 38 degrees, 100% chance of rain and sleet on Saturday in Ames. Sounds like a day when I'll be glad I'm sitting in the press box. Hey, at least it'll be a fun Iowa get-together. Right. The Drake story is really cool. I mean, yeah, I, I wish that we had more time to spend on that this week. Like, it's such a unique situation. Yeah. And I'd love to know, like, financials haven't been released on the... No. Do they have to, since Drake is a private school? No. Um, well, I mean, Iowa, on Iowa State's end, there will be a contract. There'll be... Poyed, okay. I would, I would think, but it's such a cool deal to think about, like how much, how many people are going to be there. Well, I don't know. What's your guess? But like, I'm thinking more like how much is funding Drake. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a cool deal. Northern Iowa gets those checks every once in a while, right? Like Drake, like this is a big deal. Then, yeah. uh, I don't think many people will be there. I mean, I, I don't either. Forty. Man, I think that's even high. They're going to say that there are more than 50 seats sold because of the San- they South Dakota State deal. Right. Well, they got to keep their streak going. Well, but they've sold the tickets, right? Yeah. Because if you went to the South Dakota State, so it's damn near a sellout. In butts in stadium, 30 to 40. The crazy thing is that this is going to be a game it's that... It's going to be terrible weather. This is going to be a game that basically to the entire rest of the country will... will it's almost like it didn't happen. No one else will be paying attention to this besides... People in Central Iowa. Mitch Whitmire will be. Well, that's for a different reason. So okay, so happened? those people, you, you degenerates will be. I'm paying not a degenerate to it too. I'm not a degenerate. What did Mitch do? Your friend and his degenerates. What did Mitch do? What did Mitch do? Yeah, he was all fired up about the spread. Oh yeah, he's yeah he's giddy over the forty two and a half points. He should be. It's a great spread. Where can you even get that, <laughs> Jared? What? <laughs> 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 We live in America, okay? Not <laughs> communist Russia. You can, get oh. any, you can bet on anything you want here. By the way, I know you said you didn't listen to the show, but Mitch called you a communist today. Oh, really? Yeah, and he, he did, I mean, it was five minutes of discussion. There's also a lot of Christmas with the Cranks slander. What? You just might want to go back and check it out. I'm not. I'm not giving it, I'm not giving it to listen. Uh, thanks to Tim Mullen from Nebraska Furniture Mart and Clive. Jared Stansbury. Thanks to Bloom for not showing up for work again. We'll be back uh, next week. No, we won't because there's Cyhawk basketball there next is. week. But we'll figure something out. We'll be back in a couple weeks.
Later.